God can't bless who you pretend to be or who you compare yourself to. He can only bless you and the lane that was created for you. I feel that for somebody. You don't need no edge entity. You need boundaries. What? I don't need your likes. I don't need your validation. All I need is a God fighting for me that says all things, all things, all things. This episode of Woman Evolve is sponsored by Olay Body. Olay Body just launched a collection of skincare-inspired body washes that include premium skincare ingredients and are designed to treat a variety of skin conditions and types. Olay's soothing body wash with vitamin B3 complex and oat extract is specifically made to soothe eczema-prone skin. Olay's exfoliating and moisturizing body wash with sugar, cocoa butter, and vitamin B3 transforms skin from dry and dull to radiant and smooth. My girls are spending this summer out in the sun and in the pool. Their first day in the sun, their skin started getting itchy and scratchy. They've got eczema-prone skin. No problem, though, because I gave them a soothing bath with the Olay body wash, and just like that, their skin began to feel better. I highly encourage you get this for yourself, for your children, for anyone who's got sensitive skin. You need to give these Olay body washes a try. They completely change the way I think about my body care routine and shower. You can find Olay body care products in store or online. Olay body, fearless in my skin. You're listening to the Woman Evolve podcast, hosted by Sarah Jakes Roberts. Ain't no feeling like being free when your mind is made up and your body's in the bottom and your heart is in the right place. Yeah, ain't no feeling like being free. Come on, free. Freedom is the word of the month for Woman Evolve. And let's just talk about the vocals. Ain't no feeling like being free when the bata boom bang and your body's is free and your migraine is gone. Ain't no feeling like being free. It is, listen, let me tell you something. Woman Evolve delegation, it is your girl, SJR. I am not here by myself. I'm here with the whole crew on Facebook and YouTube. We love to see it. Um, so how about this? Shall I... Shala, Shala, tell me how you say it. It's Sha, and then it's an apostrophe, L-A. Shala, Shala, hey, sis. She says this. Brianna Ham says, it's the skin for me. Ever since I went on vacation and my skin did what it did, and then it came back, the skin has been popping a little bit. I don't know what's happening, but we thank God for it, okay? Adrian Young says, yes, free. Miss Rude 32 McGee says, hey, what's up, y'all? How have you been doing? It is June 1st. Your girl was not on the podcast yesterday because it was Memorial Day and I was just sitting down memorializing. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to our men and women who are serving in the military. We thank you for your sacrifice, specifically those who lost their lives fighting for our freedom. We appreciate you. Literally, freedom is the word of the month. So we take time and we appreciate you. Dear says, yes, you looking fine. You looking fine. Dear says, it's the first of the month. Wake up. Um, oh, I should have seen the bone thugs. I used there used to be a song by Mariah Carey and Bone Thugs and Harmony, and it was called Breakdown. And you listen, when I tell you I listen to that song on repeat like 24-7, break, break down. 
Steady keep on breaking me down. Break, break down. Shantae says it's her birth month. What's up? And the theme is freedom. Freedom is the word of the month. And I cannot wait to get into it. Of course, I'm going to hit you with this snack because I believe coming off of the heels of fragility, freedom just has so much more meaning, so much more excitement. Shantina says, OMG, my first live. Super excited. What's up, Shantina? How is this your first live? We don't know what to do about it. And I see Cardi is in the building. She says, there goes my girl, Pastor Big Sis. What's up, Cardi? Leona says, shout out to you, SJR, coming from Iowa, Iowa City, Iowa. I love you. What's up? I've never been to Iowa, but it is so good to know that when I do come, I'm going to already have family there. I love it. Okay. And I says, thank you for your support. The Navy is ratchet. The Navy is ratchet. Is it? Is it the ghetto over there? You know, I used to work for the Air Force and, you know, they thought they was really somebody over there. I've never worked with any other group of the military, but I know Air Force, they really felt like they were special over there. You telling me the Navy is ratchet? Say more, okay? Who knows about... Oh, the officially Lyric C says, yes, background. Okay, first of all, if you are not able to catch us live, just hop on over to YouTube and just check out the background. Okay, we're switching it up. I'm still in the same room, same office. I'm just in a different corner. And we decided to brighten things up a little bit. Word of the month is behind me. Freedom, woman evolve over there. Everything's backwards. Everything's fine, most importantly. Okay, so listen, what has been going on in your world? Natalie Jenny says, first of the month, just paid rent, but I'm here. The woman wounds of paying bills. We don't love it. It's not, it's not, I don't like it. I don't know. Christian says, why can't I hear anything? I know my phone works because my husband just called asking about another Amazon package. Uh-oh. Um, I don't know why you're why it's not working, but it seems like it seems like it's working for everyone else. I don't know. Brittany Bear Jackson says, I wrote the lyrics to that song until I had breakdown rap. Break, breakdown. Steady keep on breaking me down. Yo, that song, breakup songs were the best. Remember, like, I will never be able to tap into breakup songs the way that I once used to. But let me tell you, I could make a breakup playlist that would just help you understand that it was toxic. It's like I checked out a rehab and you're my disease. Uh, Chris Brown, goodbye. There's never a right time to say goodbye, but I got to make the first move because I don't 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 to me and I really don't feel the way I once felt about you. In and out, it's me here and I got a boom, bye, ping, bang. <laughs> Nothing proves that you don't know the words like when you boldly step out and begin singing a song and don't know the words to them, but everything is fine. Gray is listening in from Zimbabwe. Yo, Yada says, I was too young to be so hurt too. Too young. You would have thought that someone was taking me to court, that we were splitting everything down the middle. I mean, a smooth 12 years old and easily going through the worst heartbreak in my life. When that Latif song, um, somebody brought up Latif on a couple podcasts ago, and then I went and listened to the song. Oh my gosh, she was like, um, he's the girl was moving, and, and I'm only 19. Uh, with, uh, without you, nothing but cloudy days. With Without you, my sunshine turns to rain. Without you. Anyways, 11. 
like like 11 years old. Like all that mattered in my life were bagel bites. And I just don't understand why I was going through so much. But everything is fine. Shalandri says, we have the audacity to be loud and wrong. And you cannot tell us. I love singing the right the wrong words to songs. Because if I could sing the right words, I would have sang the song. But I sing the wrong words with passion. Because if you're going to do wrong, do wrong right is what I'm saying. Okay. All right. Listen. So here we go. Here we go. We need to get into this podcast. Uh, Jaleesa says, child, I'm going here just until I get home. Your girl has has tons of work to do. All right, get it done, get it done. You can listen on the audio later. We understand. Cache says, it is working for everybody else. Tell them to go to YouTube. (laughs) Okay, listen, I hear, let me tell you something. I hear that there is division between the Facebook and YouTube audience. What is this? There is no division at Woman Evolve. We don't care if you are a day one listener or you just stumbled across this YouTube and you have no idea what's going on. There is no division. I love everybody. God loves everybody. We all up in it together. Let's stop the division. You know, Facebook was where we started. YouTube is where we grew up. I mean, where? why can't we all just get along is what I want to say. Do I need to ask Yanla to come sit us down at the table and help us to understand what one of them mama hugs right on the bosom, put us right on the bosom until we can heal this division between Facebook and YouTube because we don't love it. Dana Gantz says, is Shanice on vacation? How do you all know? (laughs) Shanice is definitely on vacation. Is something going wrong already? I'm sure she's probably listening, even though she's on vacation. And I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what's happening. All right. So we are going to get into Rescue Eve. And I love when we have stories that I know are just going to create incredible memories for us at the podcast. And we are starting off with such a story because listen, let me tell you, Monique, Monique has an announcement for us. And I wish I could tell you that I watched the whole video, but I didn't. So this is going to be some half behind journalism. (laughs) Okay, this is going to be some half behind journalism, but that's all right. I'm still going to put it up here and we're still going to talk about it. Okay, so um, so Monique says in a video on Instagram, when did we lose our pride? In a video shared on Instagram, Monique asked black women to stop wearing bonnets, slippers, and pajamas at airports and other public spaces. On Saturday, the comedian and actress shared a video message to black women asking them to stop wearing bonnets, slippers, pajamas, public spaces. She said, it took me a minute to say what she needed to say. Um, I didn't watch the whole video, so I will never apply for a job on CNN because I didn't do research. But let me tell you something. I have been tagged in so many people tagging me. Some of them want her to be Hail Mary. Others want her to be Rescue Eve. Let me tell you something. When I first saw it, I was like, I get it. I understand. But then I saw the comments and people were like, this is respectability politics. I ought to be able to show up as whoever, wherever. I'm not out to prove anyone. And so I want to know, are we rescuing Monique for saying that we need to stop wearing bonnets slippers and pajamas in public. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I could never see myself leaving the house with a bonnet. Now, let me say this. Maybe I care too much about what people think. 
Um, maybe I care too much about myself. Maybe it's vanity. I don't know. But I could just never see myself leaving in bonnets and pajamas and slippers. I don't see it. Now, I have been at the airport and I have seen my sisters out with their bonnets, their pajamas and slippers. And I say, wow, look at them with that level of confidence. I don't have it. Is there something wrong with us or should we just mind our business and let people show up in the world how they want to show up in the world? I don't know. You all tell me. Tell me. Uh, Cassie says, I agree. Asked Miss Charlene. Terrence says, not her trying to shame women who are minding their business and their own edges. Tough. Brianna says, um, how you make this video and you looking like you ready to free the slaves? Relax. What is happening? Um, oh, LaWanna says she's riding the fence. She's logged into both Facebook and YouTube. That's all right. That's all right. And I says, I don't do any of those things, but I mind my business. Sean Danielle says she was right. Natalie G says, nerp, she in a whole road. Bye. Kelly says, yes. Okay, are we rescuing Monique? Are we rescuing or not? Brianna says, females look so classless like that. Rescue, rescue, rescue. I Let me tell you something. Stephanie says, rescue with the robe. You know... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Positivity says, I understand her perspective, although she was being rude, so she could be rescued. See, I need to watch the video because it may not be what she said. It may be how she said it. I don't know. Tamika says, heck yeah, because she's right. Tiffany says, rescue. She's of the old school. And I, my, if my mother saw me out in a bonnet and slippers and pajamas, I would get a whole adult whooping. Like a whole, you can't even call CPS whooping. And I wouldn't even call the police because I just know. I just, I don't, I just, she would, she would never allow it. Uh, Cashier says, I wish I could tell you I watched the whole video, but I don't. That was me in college and we'll be in about 45 minutes. Brianna says, rescue. She's right. Tanise says, yes, rescue. She wasn't wrong. Priscilla says, rescue her. I watched the video and she was speaking the truth. You can't wear bed clothes outside. I will say this. You know, and outside of black women, like white women, I don't know what y'all wear to bed, but I don't want to know at the same time. You know what I mean? Do y'all tie y'all's hair up? I don't know. Some I heard that there are some white women who tie their hair up. I don't know what it is, but I don't want to see you in your pajamas. Um, I don't want to see you in your booty shorts. I don't know what y'all wear to bed, but what I'm saying is this. I don't necessarily want to see anybody in their pajamas in public. It feels private. It feels personal. But once again, would I, would I call them out about doing it? Probably not. Because first of all, mm, the way I mind my business in public, you've never seen it. I have to remind myself not to mind my business at home so that I could actually show up and be in my parenting vibe because otherwise I just mind my business. I do. I do. I do. I do. British said, oh, British. British. <laughs> British says Monique gave this message in a robe though, but she was at home. She, But she did go in public. If you on Instagram in a robe, is that going out in public? I'm all confused now. I don't know. Andrew says, bonnets in the airport are fine. Keep them edges laid on vacation. I've seen plenty. Now, let me tell you where you, it don't matter. Is when y'all have them early morning flights and I see people in bonnets, this, this is what it is. I'm here. I just arrived. For these red-eye flights from like, you know, LA to New York or overnight flights to London or whatever, your flight is early or late and you decide, you know what I'm going to do? I'm getting in the bed when I get on the airplane. I've 
seen people traveling with their own pillow. What I don't do is blame you because at the end of the day, sometimes what your spirit needs is rest. I don't know. Frederica says, Monique just made it back to the shore from being left with only a floaty before. She ain't learned her lesson from before. And Luana says, rescue. Rashana says, leave her. Andrew says, I agree. Rescue. Chantel says, I totally agree with you. Some things need to be left at our house. Rashana says, nope, leave her out there. Oh, my word. We are split down the middle. Lenore says, I absolutely agree, but it's a personal choice. Mind your own business. Okay. Lanisha says, truth be told, people going to judge you no matter what you do. True, true, true. Luana says, I stay looking fancy at the airport. I do take time to consider what I'm wearing to the airport. I don't just slap it on. Just like I pla plan my vac or whatever I'm packing, just like I plan my clothes, I'm like, now what I'm going to wear in the airport? Because I want it to be comfortable. I want the shoes to be right. And I want to be a little jazzy, just a little jazzy. And by jazzy, I may mean a cute little sweatsuit and tennis shoes. But, you know, this is me, not you, okay? Um... Valerie says, I'm not saying I haven't done it, but we must act the way we want to be treated. There we go. Shalandri says, not you've never seen it. <laughs> I've never seen it. Marie says, my thing is, if you come out in pajamas, I'm wondering if you washed your face and brushed your teeth. This is getting deep. <laughs> this is going somewhere. It's getting deep. There are so many comments coming in about this. Marquita says, I say, let people do them. But PJs, that's a no. That's like coming out with no bra. It's a no. Let me tell you. There is, let me tell you, Marquita, there is a resistance against bras happening. I just want you all to know that there is a movement for the girls to be free. And I have seen people who believe in this movement and who am I to judge? All I can say is my girls need to be confined. I just don't see them out free in the world. But I'm telling you, there is a movement, shaving your armpits, a thing of the past, having the girls restricted, a thing of the past. They about to call us old school in a minute. The girls... The girls just want to be, I don't, I like them locked down. You know what I mean? When you're out moving and in the world, I don't like them moving like that. <sighs> this is taking a turn, but, um, you know, so, so I don't know. Okay. Dear says, Sarah probably walked right next to somebody with a bonnet and PJs on and wouldn't know because she'd been in her own world, minding her business with her earphones and she can't say nothing. <laughs> All right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Nicole says, for the bonnet depends on hairstyle. And she says, no rescue because the way she spoke was condescending. Okay. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to put this on pause. You know, this rescue... Like we was going to maybe send like the plane, but we're having mechanical issues and we need to check some things out before we can determine whether or not this plane can get off in the air. I'm going to go watch the video. Then when I watch the video, I'm going to let y'all know, you know, whether or not the plane can get off the ground. Because it sounds like it's not necessarily what was said. It was how it was said. And, you know, maybe for those who needed it, they were able to receive it. And for those who are like, ooh, 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 mind your business is ooh, 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 mind your business. Can we do that? Can we do that? Okay. Can we do that? Now, let's talk about these girls not being confined. <laughs> Cache says no shaving because wax, wax is where it's at. No, they saying let the hair grow. Be free. This is this is this society has put these standards on you that makes you feel like your body shouldn't do what it's supposed to do. Let the armpits be free. Don't wear deodorant. 
I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just giving you options. Don't wax. Don't shave. Don't wear deodorant. Lose the bra. Be free. You know what I mean? Don't lay your edges. You don't have to lay your... Oh, I got on a whole wig. Talking about don't lay your edges. What I'm saying is this is where they want us to be. Freedom. Freedom. I have a Woman Evolve Freedom Challenge. Do something that you would normally never do. Post something with your makeup off. Um, just put your armpits on your Instagram with no hair. I don't know. And hit hashtag Woman Evolve Freedom. Tag me in it. I don't know. How about that? Um, <laughs> Shanita says, I think the bedazzled bonnets are cute. We can rescue Auntie. My grandma didn't play that, but to each its own. Lucy said, the, pandem the pandemic released us from bras. It did not release me. It did not release me, but I'm glad for those it released. Because when I see women out here and they are not confined by their broads, especially when they got something to confine. Some of y'all don't like to wear them, but some of you don't have to wear them and good for you. But some of you need them and or need them or, or society made you feel like you needed them and you took them off and you walk around free. And I'm like, look at her free. Look at her out here just letting it just letting it do what needs to be done. China says, uh, no, um, okay. Olani says, stop. Brittany says, I'm so glad that I caught this slap and throwback concert <laughs> made my week. They love it when I sing on here. Jamie says, Wax, hashtag wax gang, wax gang all day. Shalandra said, you better wear deodorant. <laughs> That's the man. The man is making you think you need to have that deodorant. I'm just saying, maybe, maybe it's the man, maybe it's not. Cool. Core Jace Coleman, the, uh, thou shall not wear a bonnet at the airport. I don't think it was condescending. I think she was being cautious. Core, do you want to be on today's podcast? Let me know. Text me. I have my phone up here. Um, Angela says, oh, no, some things are not an option. My nose has the right to not smell you. <laughs> That's all right. Crystal says, so folks, freedom must means walking musty and hairy. No, I'm just saying. Some of you are not ready and that's okay. I'm just saying, let it marinate. But for real, there is a movement, I'm telling you. And it's like, you know, you use lemon maybe for deodorant. Maybe you don't wear deodorant at all. You just let your body do what your body's going to do. I don't know. I'm just saying there's just options out here, okay? So there's that. There's options. Dana Gant says, Sarah, stop it. Just stop it. Okay. All right. Whitney Willard says, y'all better do something walking around smelling like <laughs> last week. Okay. All right. Well, I can see some of you all are not woke enough yet for where for where we're headed. But what I'm telling you, there's, there's a movement. There is a movement. And you heard it here first. Some of you are hearing it for the first time, but that's all right. Shantini says, my little A cups don't dare, don't care to be defined or released. I still look like a little boy. Don't, don't talk about your body that way. Okay. Okay, you look like Shantina Clark, okay? Shantae Roberts says, at some age, um, I guess that's okay, but at my current, current age, there is zero excuse for that, okay? How about that? Okay, so... I'm seeing, of course, going to text me to see if she wants to be on it. Anyways, I'm going to keep it moving until she does. So... We're going to maybe rescue Monique, but I need to circle back with the team to see what the mechanical issues are on the plane. In the meantime... I want to know if we want to rescue the main police chief who lost his license after faking a report to avoid the meeting. Let me go deeper. <laughs> Let me go deeper. A former Maine police chief wanted to skip out of a public meeting so badly that it cost him his career. Oh, my. 
A law enforcement oversight board has decided to revoke the license of former Freiburg Police Chief Joshua Potman. Hold on, Cora just text me. <laughs> Cora said, hold on. What's my coat? Cora said, I can't today. My hair is jacked. All right, that's all right. That's all right if your hair is jacked. <laughs> It could be audio only. I'll call you. I'll call you on my telephone. If you want to chime in on the story, let me know. Okay. A former, okay, a former Maine police chief wanted to skip out of a public meeting so badly that it cost him his career. A law enforcement oversight board has decided to revoke the license of former Freiburg police chief Joshua Popman after an investigation found he had been who had been. Uh, chief for six years invented a suspicious person report so he could ditch a Freiburg board of selectmen meeting in February 2020. Let me tell you, let me break this down for you. Let me, let me break you down for it. He didn't want to go to a meeting. Let me tell y'all how y'all love calling meetings. And he says, I don't want to go to this meeting because I have an emergency. There's a suspicious person somewhere so that I, I need to check them out. I don't even know how he put this together in such a way that he ended up getting busted. But he says, I don't want to go to work. Now, listen, lying, not the answer. Lying, definitely not something that God approves of. Rescue Eve, though, is about understanding where someone came from. Have you ever wanted to call into a meeting that you're supposed to have next week? with a cold today. You know what I'm saying? Have you ever wanted to call into a meeting that you're supposed to be having today with an emergency that you don't really have? I don't know. Chantel Jones says, what kind of meeting was that? What was the meeting about? They didn't tell us what the meeting was about. Okay. Terrence says, rescue him on this land. SJR, no. Okay. No. All right. Um, Cashier says, rescue because ain't nobody got time for all the unnecessary. I... I'm so tired of meetings, but let me tell you what I'm really tired of. Y'all thinking every meeting needs to be a Zoom. Why are we Zooming when we used to have this very type of phone call over the telephone? I don't need to, I love you. I don't need to see your face like that. You look the same. I follow you on Instagram. I saw your pictures on Facebook. You look the same. I look the same. There is no need for us to get on Zoom. I don't know. Can we rescue him? Leona Young says, sad he is, but he has been whooped already. Whooped, whooped already? Hmm. Help me now. Shalandri says, if who if who gonna be there, not me, was a person. Who's gonna be there is not me. Lamaya says, rescue. Because folks be meeting just to meet. Lamaya says, I can't stand a non-productive meeting. You know what I love to say in the middle of meeting? Okay, so like, what's our homework? Because make this make sense for me. What do we need to do next? Let's apply some deadlines. Let's actually make this meeting productive because us just sitting here tossing out stuff that never becomes something, I just, it's not It's not for me. It's not for me. Shantina Clark says, he for the streets, no rescue. How y'all going to heat? <laughs> How y'all going to heat for the streets? Cora says, why do we Zoom things that could be emails? I'm not sure. Um, because you know why, like, let me tell you why meetings that could be emails are so frustrating. Because by the time we have our salutations and stuff, like what you could have sent in, a, in an email doesn't even require all of this exchanging that we now have to have because we face to face. I'm just saying. Tanisha says, yes, rest. Yes. Ms. Ross says, rescue. Stephanie Ramirez says, then we got to email the notes. Let's email the whole darn thing. Because if you can email this, first of all, an agenda. We have an agenda for the meeting. Okay. And then we sit down and we have the meeting. And then you send notes for the meeting. And it's just a lot of time. It's just taking up a lot of time. Natia says, y'all not about to Zoom me to death. When I say not, I mean not on today. Cache says, I'm sick of Zoom. 
Just email me so I can handpick what's important and go on about my business. Davida says, I was at work making obituaries for friends back in the day to get out of work. So rescue? What? <laughs> did somebody, did you have a friend that died and you turned into the obituary? I don't help make it make sense for me. Mikia says, I have 50 Zoom meetings a day, but I'm just thankful for a job. You know what? Fix us. Bring us right on together and remind us that somebody wish they could be on a Zoom meeting while we sit up here complaining. We still want y'all to be selective, but fix us right on together. Okay. So how about that? Shantae says, can we just send out a memo, please? And T says, I said the same thing last year on Zoom. Okay. Davida says, I lie and say my kids put a virus on my computer and my camera don't work. <laughs> just give out on me. <laughs> rescue we got to rescue him because some of us are lying our way through zoom and pandemic meetings is what we're saying <laughs> we understand where you coming from officer and we are so sorry Jaleesa says wait obituaries I am just as lost and confused <laughs> I'm just as lost and confused but I know that somebody's gonna make it make sense okay and Cora says hello grateful for a job Cora yes and that says I think these meetings are really to prove they are doing something but let me tell you something God will be the judge of that. God will be the judge of that. All right, we're going to rescue you, Mr. All, Mr. Officer. Mr. Officer, please take these handcuffs all for us. What, what do you know about it? Let me know what you know about it. Okay, y'all, can I just say that I never thought the day would come that I thought we would need to rescue NBA players. But the day has come in which we need to rescue NBA players. NBA fans, I don't know. Let me tell y'all something about outside opening. Some of y'all been in the house too long and y'all forgot how to play outside. Some of y'all's mama need to call y'all back inside until y'all learn how to play outside. This stuff where y'all spitting on folks and, and bum, rushing the, bum rushing the court, like we're over it. Like, I don't care how much money someone has. I don't care how famous they are. Y'all cannot pour drinks on people. Y'all cannot spit on folks. Y'all cannot bum rush like y'all want something from somebody. Like, it's doing the most. And let me tell you, you're going to catch somebody on a bad day, and it's going to be a bad day. And the officer going to be like, I don't even, he, the officer going to be busy filling out a suspicious person report and ain't going to be able to help you because you're out here doing what? The cut up, okay? I don't understand understand why we are in a situation where grown people are spitting on people and pouring drinks on folks. I don't even know. Spitting on folks, can we talk about it? Spitting on folks is it's the worst thing you can do some, to somebody. You are selective on where you spit on the ground. You don't spit on carpet. There are some places you don't spit at all because you're not nasty. To spit on somebody is the ultimate sign of I don't want to live no more. It's the ultimate sign of I don't want to be on this earth no more. And I just, I pray God never tests me in that way. And I pray my salvation shows up if he does. Because, oh, oh, I've, I've been waiting to release. <laughs> I've been waiting to release a good old something. All right. Um, how about this? I don't know. Dominique says, it was always there with her. Oh, yeah. Y'all right. Nati says, everything is a song for her. I so love you. said, everything is. <laughs> Mia says, okay, Wayne, what you know about it? Marsha Thomas says, she made fake obituaries of mom existing friends so she wouldn't have to purchase. Oh, I get it. Okay. So 
about these players, though. Nakia says, yes, someone spit on me and I lost it. How could you not? Carolyn Hayes says, that's just ridiculous. That's the ultimate disrespect. Jaleesa says, my student spit on me and he never even tried to spit on no one else again. Let me tell you, you think you know the Lord. You're going to see a vision of him. Oh, can't imagine. Okay, so listen, we're going to rescue these NBA players because they're out here doing what none of us could do. And, and that's on facts. And Mary had a little lamb. Speaking of Mary, let's hail Mary as we move into this next segment of the podcast. Okay. Uh, this podcast, part of the podcast, podcast is called Hail Mary. And it's when we take a moment and acknowledge folks who are out here doing the thing. Okay. Our first up is Kristen Clark. Kristen Clark makes history as the first black woman to lead the DOJ civil rights division. Kristen Clark just became the first woman of color and the first black woman to lead the Department of Justice civil rights division. The daughter of Jamaican immigrants and mother of a teenage son, Clark got her start with the DOJ working in the civil rights division as a federal prosecutor overseeing police misconduct cases, hate crimes, and human trafficking. During her time, she also focused on voting rights and redistricting, eventually taking those skills to assist at the NAACP Legal Defense and Educational Fund. Her former boss, Sherilyn Eiffel, took to Twitter to share her thoughts about the confirmation. On a day where we are mourning George Floyd on the anniversary of his murder at the hands of police officer. Officers, we take comfort in knowing that there is a black woman in place to ensure civil liberties for all Americans. First of all, Kristen Clark has a smile on her face that simply says, I am not the one or the two. And if you think I'm the three, you better get free because it ain't me. Do you see what I'm saying? She's giving this smile. It's a closed. When people smile with their mouth closed, it's saying that like, I'm not showing my teeth because I'm serious. Okay. Like I'm still smiling to patronize you, but I'm not going to show my teeth because it's not real. Miss Kristen Clark, we salute you, ma'am. Thank you for stepping into this position and for your service to our community. We love to see it. Okay. All Things Class Me says, sis, you better. Dear says, come through, sister Clark. Nikia says, oh, definitely rescue. Uh, Miss Face says, where security went? Oh, we talking about the NBA stuff. Everything is fine. Everything's fine. Okay. Um, we love, we love to see you though. Thank you, Kristen Clark, for what you're doing. It is major. Shanice hit us with the Jamaican flag. She says, represent sis. Okay. And Crystal says, salute. Destiny says, not the one of the two. Okay. H- how about that? Tajana says, come on, Jamaica. We make a mark everywhere. Wonder if we relate it. Probably, probably. We always trying to find our way to be related with something, okay? Um, So, yes, big up to you, Miss Kristen Clark. Let me tell you, our next hell couple, they're a couple. And let me tell you something. They understand the struggle connected with life. A California couple has been leaving money inside of baby products at various Target locations for parents who may be struggling to support themselves. When we had our first child, we struggled to make ends meet, just like most new parents. Crystal Duhani says, Duhani, a self-proclaimed mompreneur, is the founder and CEO of Milky Mama, a company that helps boost lactation production for mothers who are nursing. The company sells signature products, including like 
lactation cookies and teas, along with educational resources to help parents learn more about the nursing process. In a video posted to her Instagram, the couple is seen leaving $20 bills inside of sealed diaper boxes and under the lids of sealed baby formula to give purchasing parents an unexpected pleasant surprise because children are what? Expensive. I wish... If somebody wants to leave $20 bills inside it, because these babies, they they expensive. But you know what else is growing? Kenzie wears size 10 and a half women's shoes. If somebody want to leave $20 in a pair of 10 and a half women's shoes at Target, let me tell you something. It's a child, too. She's still a baby in my eyes. She says, Hubby and I went to various Target stores in Southern California and hid money in baby items. We hope that the parents that purchase these items have a brighter day when they find our gift. This is so, so dope. And to be honest, something that if we have a little extra, maybe we could consider doing ourselves whenever we have an opportunity to pay it forward a little bit, because you never know how that seed can be more than just $20, but someone who was hanging on to their last little bit of hope or wondering how ends were going to meet, have an encounter that helps them to understand that God has already gone ahead of you. Come on, somebody. Can you imagine the blessing this was for somebody? Sanitra says, that's awesome. Tanya says, oh, that is awesome. Yes, a blessing for the one who receives. I think I may start doing says, come on, you already caught it in the atmosphere. Annalise says, how sweet and such a blessing. Aaron says, yes, I've seen their videos. Too cute. And Brittany says, great example and hope others follow the kind gesture. We need more of this in the world. Indeed. Asia's got the hands up, the praise hands. We love it. <laughs> Crystal says, listen, my 11-year-old is 5'3". I feel you because Kenzie is out here towering, okay? Um as Freeman says, yes, I absolutely love it. The lactating company is being a blessing. Yes, it is. Let me tell you, I tried to breastfeed all of my children. I made it a few months with my first and my second. With Ella, I made it over a year. But it took time to figure out my rhythm. Our last Hail Mary, though, it started off a rescue eve. But then as the story progressed... It moved on into the Hail Mary category. At first, I wanted to rescue her because people were dragging her for not doing a press conference. And then it became a Hail Mary because she was like, not only am I not going to do the press conference, I'm going to just log off altogether. Over the weekend, Naomi Osaka announced that she was putting her mental health first and would not participate in any press conferences during the French Open. Naomi's refusal on Sunday caused her to be fined $15,000 after she did not attend the mandatory press conference following her first round win at the French Open. Today, the highest paid female athlete officially withdrew from the French Open. Naomi listed the reasons for walking away on her social media account in a very detailed statement. She said she never wanted to be a distraction and that her withdrawal is the best thing. Naomi wrote, I think now the best thing for the tournament, the other players, and my well-being is that I withdraw so everyone can get back to focusing on the tennis going on in Paris. I never want it to be a distraction and I accept that my timing was not ideal and the message could have been clear. You guys have to read her whole statement because one of the things she goes on to say is that like she's a very introverted person, that she has her headphones in because she deals with social anxiety. And so having those press conferences after high moments or low moments doesn't take into account an athlete's personal mental health when they're about to do something like that. And let me tell you, 
I felt like there was so much wisdom and I hope that there is change as a result of her taking this stand. She is definitely a Hail Mary because at the end of the day, we make people such icons that we assume that they can just take whatever and handle whatever. But the truth is that they are people too. And so when they've had a high moment in their life or a low moment in their life, being forced to communicate and express and to be asked questions, it's, it can be difficult. It's easy for some people, but it's difficult for others. And I am saying this coming off the heels of doing just my tour for the book. And I can tell you that I did not realize how much anxiety I was under until my body literally started suffering. Like my body, everything started changing when my skin started messing up, my digestive system, I couldn't sleep well at night. Like I just had all of this anxiety because in a moment you could say the wrong thing and go viral or you're trying to communicate your thoughts, but you have to do it quickly and rapidly. And there is so much anxiety connected to it. So I love that she was like, at the end of the day, you know what? I'm logging off. I'm going to take some time to figure out what I need to do. And hopefully this will highlight what other people need. Cause yeah, it's legitimate. <laughs> it's legitimate. Cassie says, give her the flowers. Miss Faye says, guard your heart, Naomi. Core Jakes Coleman says, I love this. Aaron Secret says, yes, Naomi. I don't blame her. They were always so mean to the Williams sister. Protect your mental health. Yo, Yada says, yes, she is dope for this. You got to put yourself first. This needs to be a reminder to someone that no matter where you are or how many people are counting on you or how well you are doing, that it is never too late for you to say, you know what? I can't do it. I need to take care of myself. You know what? I've been thinking a lot about this. Maybe it goes into my snack a little. Maybe it doesn't. But there are moments where we don't want to tell people certain things that we are going through because we don't want it to change the way they see us, right? I don't want to tell them that I'm actually suffering because I don't want this to change the way they see me. I don't want to tell them that I'm going through depression because I don't want this to change the way they see me. And the truth is that there are moments where that is exactly what needs to happen. People do need to change the way they see me. They think I'm more resilient than I am. They think I'm tougher than I am. And the truth is I am a delicate, fragile soul walking through the earth just like everyone else. And so to give yourself permission to allow other people's perspective of you to change is very powerful. Because when you say, I don't want this to change the way you see me, what I hear you saying is I want to live in the confinement of who you think I am, even if it means betraying who I actually am. And so I want to challenge you and other people listening today to not cheat on yourself by staying married to an illusion of who you used to be and to to dare instead to allow people to change and adjust or depart based off of who you are and the truth that you need in any given moment. But this idea of I don't want it to change the way they see me is toxic. And I think it keeps a lot of us trapped when we don't have to be. We're going to have to become comfortable with people changing the way that they see us. I'm not as strong. I'm not as uh, weak. I'm not as vulnerable. Like whatever, however you're changing, I'm not as quiet as I used to be. I'm not as much of a pushover as I used to be. Whatever your truth is, don't be so locked into who you used to be that you don't step out and introduce yourself to people, the real you, okay? Armani says, a people-pleasing spirit will literally kill you. Yolanda says, that's so true. I never wanted to tell people about my bipolar diagnosis because I felt ashamed and I totally get it, right? And we're thinking, I don't want them to change the way that they see me, but they do need to change the way they see you. Like if you have a bipolar diagnosis and you need more support or you need more patience or you need more accountability or you need somewhere where you can go and communicate about what's happening, allow people to change the way they see you so that they can support you better. A lot 
lot of us are missing out on support from people because we will not allow them to change the way that they see us so that we can engage in a way that is authentic and healthy. Ms. Mary says, anyone should know their limitations. I give her roses for that. Definitely. Maggie says, be true to you. Robin says, yes to all of that. Portia says, we are only human. We are only human and we are ever changing and we got to be willing to give ourselves permission to do that. I'm so proud of Naomi Osaka. I think she's really young still. So be, to be able to do this on a platform so large at this age and not cave into the pressure to perform is so powerful. And I hope that while she's taking her time off, that she just luxuriates, that she discovers who she is in fresh new ways, that she don't let people get on her nerves, even though she's changing and shifting. And just live your life, sis. Live your life. Don't let anyone stop you. Take it all in, breathe it all in, and move on because you're doing the right thing. Speaking of doing the right thing, are you doing the right thing with your life, with your body? Let me tell you something. Olay is sponsoring the Woman Evolved podcast and no gas, it is out here doing wonders for my daughter's skin. My daughters have eczema prone skin. If they put like that whole, you gotta wash the sheets, you need to wash the clothes, you need to have on sunscreen, don't scratch it, no new lotions, no fragrant lotions, that is their skin because anything is irritable to their skin. And uh, so when we got this Olay exfoliating and moisturizing body wash with sugar, cocoa butter and vitamin B, three, I was a little bit nervous to try it on their body, but they were going through another breakout. So I said, why not? Let's give it a chance. This episode of Woman Evolve is sponsored by Olay Body. Summer is right around the corner and chow, you know that means our skin has to be glowing from head to toe. Olay Body just launched a collection of skincare inspired body washes that include premium skincare ingredients that are designed to treat a variety of skin conditions and type Types Olay exfoliating and moisturizing body wash made with sugar and cocoa butter exfoliates to improve skin without drying it out. So you step out of the shower with nourished, radiant skin. If you don't trust me, I'm telling you, you need to get some for yourself and try it because Ella was having a little breakout. She was having a little rash all over her body. I used some of this soothing body wash and immediately I could tell that her skin had begun shifting and becoming more normalized. And so if you've got a baby that's going to be out in the sun all summer or you're going to be out in the sun all summer and you're trying to figure out what I can do to make sure I'm still popping and not scratching because God has not called you to be scratching when he's called you to be popping during this summer. Go on and get you some Olay exfoliating and moisturizing body wash. You need to get this Olay body wash to try to elevate your body care routine. You can find Olay body care products in store or online. Olay body fearless in my skin. Okay. How about that? Um... Terrence says, we, we trust you. Your skin is always glowing. We do what we can out here. I, I just want someone to know, because I know y'all probably judged me a couple podcasts ago. Was it last podcast? It was last podcast when I said I don't put on lotion. I have put on lotion every time I've gotten out of the shower this week. And I'm telling you, it is making a big difference in my life. <laughs> a big difference. I get in the shower and my skin is so moisturized. I just, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. I've taken the time to put on lotion and God is moving in my life. Um, okay, so moving on. Advice questions. Honey, and there is a nice long one on here, but it is hilarious and I cannot wait to share it with you. Sinitra says, oh, my daughter is the same. Thanks for the help. No problem. 
I hope you guys enjoy it. Okay, listen. So, hi, Auntie Sarah. If this letter ever even reaches your desk, I'm grateful. I'm 23 years old. I graduated with my bachelor's in spring 2020 with honors. I started law school that fall. So stressful. I lived in constant fear to attend every class. I met slash dated a guy in the midst after three years of zero contact with the male species, LOL. It ended in heartbreak in December, which added more stress. Yesterday, I just found out that I flunked out of my first year in law school. So now I'm heartbroken, severely depressed, and without an education. My dream of being financial, of bringing financial freedom to my single mom slash family was just ripped from me. I feel humiliated. More importantly, I feel distant from God. I'm questioning whether I'm even worthy of anything, unworthy of financial freedom, happiness, love, etc. If there's any wisdom you could share, I would gladly soak it in. Thank you so much in advance. Signed, Lost in the Wilderness. Hey, sis. Hey, niece. Since you call me Auntie Sarah. Hey, niece. Sis, friend, girl, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry that you're experiencing this moment. I'm sorry that you have flunked out of your first year of law school. I bet even typing that was really difficult for you to share. First thing I want to let you know is that this is okay. This is okay. You are 23 years old. You graduated with your bachelor's in spring 2020 with honors and then started law school immediately after that. And what I hear you saying is that you have a lot of responsibilities, a lot of goals, a lot of ambitions, and it feels like maybe you were a little stressed out trying to navigate everything. Um, Even though you just found out that you flunked out of your first year in law school, there were probably a few telltale signs along the way that you were having a difficult time balancing it all. Just because you take a break doesn't mean that you are logging out of the game altogether. Sometimes those breaks are forced on us. Sometimes those breaks are self-imposed. But there's no doubt in my mind, for instance, that Naomi Osaka will never play tennis again. There's no doubt in my mind she's going to play tennis again. She's going to play it her way. She could end up coaching. She could end up creating her own league, her own fridge open with her own rules. But there is no doubt in my mind that she's going to make her way back to the court. Just because you removed or have been removed from a situation or circumstance doesn't mean that you won't have the opportunity to engage again. Don't allow your long-term dreams to be ripped away from you because of a momentary obstacle. This is just a momentary obstacle. There is still a path towards all of those things that you have in mind, but what you need now more than anything is you. Your heart has been broken first by this relationship, now by this school situation, allow yourself an opportunity to be wounded. There is nothing that keeps me feeling distant from God like these moments when my heart has been utterly broken. Part of the reason why I feel so disconnected from God is because sometimes I feel betrayed by God. Sometimes I feel like, how could you allow this to happen to me when you know my heart was so pure? And yet in those moments, I make the decision to not literally allow those questions to come to the surface in his presence. Instead, I decide to keep them to myself. And when I keep them to myself, there's this distance that continues to grow and grow and grow. I had something very similar happen to me. I didn't flunk out of law school, but I had a moment where I felt like a little betrayed by God. Like, how could you allow this to happen to me? And I dared to just turn on my worship music and to allow myself to sit in that pain. And when I sat in those pain, those worship songs hit 
so much different. Those worship songs were reminders of God's faithfulness, of God's promise. If God has ever been good, if God has ever been faithful, if God has ever been consistent in your life, He is the same to yesterday, today, and forevermore. That means that He has not lost His faithfulness even in the midst of failure. He has not lost His consistency even in the midst of disappointment. And if you could just dare to believe that the same God that was good enough to get you through your bachelor's with honors. It's the same God that has a plan for this moment in your life. You will allow yourself to feel that pain, to feel those wounds. I don't want you to fake it until you make it, but to dare to believe that this is going to be okay. That the plans that God has are plans to prosper me and not to harm me. That God's already gone ahead of me and made this crooked path straight. And I just want you to listen to those songs or to your scriptures or just to medicate, meditate, meditate and medicate. Come on, somebody, medicate those wounds with the promises of God and allow yourself to be healed, not by doing, but by simply sitting and being, because there is a healing that can only come when we sit in the wounds and allow God's presence to heal them. I want to hear what the delegation is saying, though. Noah Magwa says, sometimes failures like this must happen so our identity and validation will no longer be rooted in those things. That's so good, Noel, because what I hear you saying is that like, had we continue, had you continued to succeed in the level in which you had been, succeeding, had been succeeding, you may think that you were doing it on your own or maybe even begin to believe that you didn't need God to get it done. There is a humility that comes when we're like, you know what, God, I don't know what you're doing or why you're doing it, but I'm going to need you to fix it because this is beyond me. Uh, let's see. Raina says, and sometimes a no is a no because God has something better planned for us. Danny says, this is speaking to me. I thought my opportunity to have children had been lost, but I'm trusting the Lord. Taryn says, who cutting onions in here? I'm getting teary eyed. Lanisha says, sometimes a no is a not yet. Armani says, sit in your pain. Tia Johnson says, that's crazy. I'm 23 with almost the same story. I just failed first semester of nursing school and this helped me in a major way. OMG, I literally needed her to write that letter just wow. Girl, look at God already taking your pain and turning it into purpose. This is so powerful. Same age, basically same story, but in a different field. And I feel like there's something powerful for you to both learn in this moment that at the end of the day, take a moment, feel your pain, breathe, sit in it, and then assess what could I have done differently? Did I take on too many hours? Do I need a different study habit? How can I build my life up to fail your first semester too? Like, I don't have any statistics, but it seems like to fail your first semester is a sign that that transition was a little bit more challenging than you anticipated. That maybe you took the same work habits and study habits from your bachelor's into this program and thought that it would work in this environment and you need a new environment, a new way of showing up. But what we're not going to do is just sit back and let an L be a loss. This L is going to be a lesson that helps us apply it to the future. So I don't know what you're going to have to do. Take a moment, do what you got to do, but roll up your sleeves and let's dissect this law so that we can find the ale. Did you hear what I said? Let's dissect the law so that we can discover the ale. Then when we discover that lesson, let's move it into this next classroom that awaits us, which is the classroom of life in which we'll apply it and become better. Prosperity 1117 says, sis, cry, release, and get up again. The world has need of you. Pray for direction and start fresh. This time it will be grand. Natalie says this word, I was involved in a hit and run 
line and they took off, just got my car. I needed this word because I was mad at God because my finances are tight already. I need his help, girl. And I'm praying that God shows up for you in a major way. Okay. Um, if you need some encouragement, you're going through something similar, I highly encourage that you get on Facebook or YouTube and look at some of these comments because so many people are sharing their messages. Benia says, I failed my first semester of college, but I worked harder to prove to myself that I needed to be there. You can do it. Nia Green says, sometimes we have to check our motives. Bringing financial freedom to a family is a lot of weight and that may not be your purpose. Also is even being a lawyer, your purpose or just the money from it to free your family. Mm, something to dig into there. But with God's direction, you know that you can definitely figure it out. You know, God's got you. God's got your family. Everything is going to happen the way that it is supposed to happen as long as we take the time to process and not push beyond where we are. And by pushing beyond where we are, I mean, when we don't just put a Band-Aid over a gunshot wound and keep trucking. Let's really assess it and do the healing emotional surgery connected with us becoming better, okay? This next letter, y'all, I don't know what's wrong with the delegation. All I know is I love it here. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here we go. You ready? Hi, Sarah. Shanice, one, this has some length, okay, for you. LOL. As a member of the delegation since its inception, I would just like to submit this as a clarification more than an advice question. Sorry, Shanice and Malachi, LOL. I have recently been catching up on the podcast since March, Life Happens. But as of last week's podcast on May 26, 2021, I noticed an underlying issue slash complaint that needed immediate attention from the delegation to bring some kind of resolution to the body of Woman Evolve. It just doesn't sit well with my my spirit sisters, I have been a long-term member of the delegation and lifetime diamond status member of Mind Your Business Ministries, but I just can't let this issue continue to plague me. I love listening to the podcast if I can't catch a live, but I will say as a Florida native who is born, bred, and fed here for 30 years, I can't say I agree with the recent rulings and corporate unified drag of the state of Florida during Rescue Eve. LOL, are we going to sit here and act like this country doesn't flock in groves to Florida for spring break, summer, shoot, year round to hit the beaches and enjoy the weather. Those COVID videos that made the Shade Room and other media outlets, seven out of 10 chance of likelihood was predominantly visitors to Florida. Real natives don't even visit the beaches often despite the close proximity because we have lives. The last several months, it seems someone who claims Florida is in the news for something outlandish and I just ain't having it no more to be quite honest, LOL. I want to clarify that many of the stories on Rescue Eve, though well-intended, their rulings were highly based and all the evidence had not been present highly biased and all the evidence had not been presented. Specifically, we, the delegation, need to know if their culprits are truly from Florida, visitors, or just live here now. As a member of the delegation, I am motioning that previous Rescue Eve cases involving Florida be brought back up in <laughs> for immediate review and that they should be retrialed in the light of the new evidence. Again, I motion that on behalf of those who are true Floridians, not those who have migrated to Florida from other states within the United States and who may not be a Florida man slash woman, but may actually be Pennsylvania man or Cali what? <laughs> California man or New York woman or a Maryland woman or a former president banished from his previous state of residence and is messing things up for us that have lived <laughs> for us that have lived here our whole lives, minding our business and staying out the way. Okay. 
There are many people that come to Florida to visit the beaches and all of the attractions like Disney World and SeaWorld, fall in love with the weather and end up staying here. They bring all of their issues with them and all of their foolery. And then we get lumped into one group of the Florida man slash woman and get judged as a whole by the headlines. But that should not be the case. In closing, she says, delegation, I love you all. Sarah, you're my sis. I hope you all read in love with a smile, kicks and giggles. But I really feel like we should have a come to Jesus on behalf of the state of Florida and the true Floridians and be able to discuss this in true womany flash and can we rescue them is there anyone in the delegation that will second my motion <laughs> delegation this is signed from a fed up Floridian. Shantae says she's trying to save Florida and she is cracking up. McKee says, how did this letter make it to be read? And mine never made. Oh no, send me your letter. We want to read it. <laughs> is there anyone, is there another Floridian in the comments who will second this motion? I don't know. I don't know if y'all willing to second this motion. Tasha says, Orlando is in building. Noel says, oh wait, I'm here for this. Hashtag rescue Florida. Is there anyone who I will bring, I will allow all previous cases in which we allow Florida to drown to come back up for retrial if we, the delegation, can get a second motion. Amber says, oh, sis is reading us, huh? When I tell you reading us, I mean for filth, okay? Shalandri says, baby, this read audacity and hilariousness. It was great. Cardi says, I second it, okay? Tanya says, second. Angela says, true, us natives don't do the beats like that. Maggie says, Our, as Charlemagne would say, all the crazy people live in the Bronx and all of Florida. <laughs> Shantae says the judgment still stands. Um, Joni says, I'm in Florida. And R. Hankins says, I'm just tickled that you read all of it. I started to cut it in half, but I was like, let's go. Okay. Portia says, I second it. So, okay, listen. Cherie says, sis woke up and decided to choose violence. Girl, bye. Okay, listen. There's a lot of people seconding the motion. You know, this is what I have. Oh, Karina says, it's a no. L-O-L. Okay, let me tell you. Um, we have to... <laughs> we have to we have to reverse all of our rulings because she has brought up a valid point, y'all. Like, I mean, the people who live in Florida are now being penalized for visitors' actions. And the only reason why I say this is because my husband and three, four of my children are Los Angeles natives. And when they talk about people in LA and they just this and they so fake and they so funny, they are appalled because they're from LA and they are real. And everyone I've ever met from LA is not Hollywood. They're not trying to be somebody. They're not climbing no ladders. They remind me actually of people from the South. And so, you know, we have to reverse the rulings. <laughs> Ebony says, I agree with her though, LOL. Elena says, sis is telling the truth about Florida. Jamie says, no, ma'am, I have family there. The assumptions of Florida is 100% correct. Yikes. Now things are getting a little unruly because maybe the people in Florida don't know they're crazy because y'all just around each other. And so it's normal. I don't know. I don't know what to do. All I can say is that we should at least reverse all of the rulings and see if someone is willing, is willing to... Um, Vouch for Florida, okay? <laughs> Amir says, she read us for sure, but Florida is ghetto beloved. Why? <laughs> it was the beloved at the end for me. Um, all right. So that's all right. <laughs> that's all right. Positivity says her life must be good if this is the, her greatest concern. This is her advice. She's tired of her state being dragged, okay? Um, all right. So... We will at least reverse the motions and we will give Floridians a chance to defend themselves. Okay. 
How about that? Um, so, oh, snack time. We only had two ads today, so I didn't have to drag you all through a bunch of transitions. Um, and the first ad is a pre-roll, so everything's fine. Okay, listen. Um, all right, so last month, our word for the month was fragility. This month, our word for the month is freedom. And I was writing the scripture of the week for freedom. And I was trying to figure out why God had freedom come after fragility, because at the end of the day, there is nothing about being fragile that makes you feel free. Until I had an experience last week that made me realize the connection between the two. Okay, so... If I am honest, I am the kind of person who feels pretty resilient. Like I've been through a lot. I faced a lot of different things. And I feel like with God's strength, right, that I can stand up to whatever comes my way. And I kind of operate and function in that way. If I'm nervous, I stand up to it. And if I'm afraid, I stand up to it. I don't really have a lot of moments in my life where I and made to feel fragile. Fragile is something that I have to practice on in which I discover parts of my heart, parts of my world, parts of my spirit that are experiencing brokenness and lay those in front of God. Like I, I search for those because for the most part, and I think a lot of it has to do with me feeling so emotionally suppressed, right? I think that I just have a disconnect between how I'm actually doing and how I'm showing up in the world. So for those of you all who have been listening, you know I've been working a lot on like becoming more and more emotional emotionally in tune with where I am so that I can have a more effective spiritual life. Anyways, last week, I had all of the emotions at one time, all of the big, dark, scary emotions, um, depressed, sad, broken, confused, wounded. Like I had a few days where I legit was like, I am depressed. Like this is not just sadness. This is how I'm waking up. This is how I'm going to bed. Like I feel so depressed. And I shared it with my husband and I felt fragile, right? So when I was sharing earlier about like not wanting to listen to worship music because I just didn't, I, I can't hide in the presence of God, right? So I just hide from the presence of God. And so I was like, I don't want to turn on worship music because I know that it's going to cause all of this to just unravel in front of my life. And right now I'm not ready for that. So I finally pressed my way into worship after having all of these feelings. And as I was praying and worshiping, I just got hit with this revelation that like, I am not as tough as I think I am. And believe it or not, it was actually really freeing because when you feel like you can just handle any kind of punch that comes your way, you become hard and just not connected with yourself. And I was so soft this weekend that it felt freeing. Like I'm not a crier, right? Like someone commented on this picture of or this video of me crying with my mom. Like I don't cry. Um, I don't, it's not like I hold it in. Like, I just don't cry. Like, it's not, it's just not a part of my makeup. And this weekend I cried, like just saying, just communicating. I just burst into tears. And I 
don't love that feeling most of the time, but there was something about it happened this week, happening this weekend that made me feel really free and fragile. Like I am a person, like I do have feelings and emotions because I used to think it was something wrong with me because people would just be like, oh, I cry, I cry, I cry. And I'm like, child, maybe a good movie will make me cry. But like crying about what happens in life, it just doesn't happen. And, um, but I cried some life tears this weekend. And I, this is probably not a very uplifting snack. <laughs> this is probably me just sharing what's happening in my life. But um, I cried and... I say all of this to say, hopefully this is uplifting for someone. Um, the bridge between fragility and freedom is evident when we realize that we can show up in the life in the fullness of who we are, handle the emotions, experience those emotions, and still have two truths live within us, that I am resilient and sensitive, that I am vulnerable and I am also tough. Like I've been living in one portion of my identity and I feel like this week I didn't have the opportunity to do that. And where I would usually feel maybe like ashamed or embarrassed by that, what I felt instead was like free to feel and be a person and to show up in my life. Um with the fullness of who I am. So, you know, I don't know if that helped anyone, but there is freedom in fragility. There's freedom in knowing that like, <sighs> there's a person up under here. I'm not this beast. I'm not this person who can just take anything. I, I do have feelings. I do have emotions. I have deep, dark, scary ones. I have these incredibly vibrant, beautiful ones. I'll tell you, Okay, I'll tell you, I don't even know if this makes sense, but like even with like the book coming out and like making the New York Times bestsellers list and like having all of these incredible achievements and great reviews, like very few of those things like made me cry, like tears of happiness. But I think I'm so guarded all of the time that I don't allow myself to experience those things. And then something happened this week that got behind my guards. And in the process of it getting behind my guard, um, I just let my guard down and felt them. And then I just, just, there was just something freeing about it. So, you know, I don't know if that made any sense to anyone, <laughs> but I hope that it did because I do feel free to show up in my life fragile and to make decisions based on my fragility and to have joy and happiness based on that fragility and to be more present based on that fragility. Like there is a freedom connected to it. I'm going to keep praying and digging into it and hopefully I'll have something that makes a little bit more sense. But um, yeah, I just wanted to share that with you all. Uh, Sharon says, freedom where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. One of my favorite Kirk Franklin songs, come on, Holy Spirit, and thank you, SJR. And Nikki says, Queen, thanks for sharing. This was for me, and I'm praying for us all. Ashley Frazier says, yes, that's been my evolution. I can be in my feelings and not be weak. I became a crier and love being free in Jesus. Yes, oh my gosh, what if I become a crier? Oh God, what if I start crying all the time? Oh, wouldn't that be something? See, you see the reservation there? God's still working on me. He's working on my freedom, okay? Lakeisha says, you're definitely talking to me. And Ebony said, needed to hear that. I'm glad because it felt like I was just rambling. But um, 
I'm glad that it helped someone. Jessica says I needed this too. Okay, that helped me because I just, it wasn't planned. I just knew that I wanted to try and explain to you all how I went from fragile to free. So let me tell you, June is bringing summer in. Whatever body you got is coming this summer, okay? Whatever experience, whatever money you have is coming in this summer. Let's think of ways where we are going to experience freedom during this summer, okay? We don't have no money. That's okay. The park is free, okay? We can go to the park. We can laugh. Playing games are free, okay? Playing those games where you got to name a fruit, go to A to Z, or name cities, playing A to Z. It's all free, okay? Do something that makes you happy happy, that gives you joy. You're watching on YouTube, Facebook, or listening on the podcast. Find a a comedy podcast. Find a comedy something on YouTube. Feel free. Allow yourself to laugh and have joy. Do something silly. Take a dance class, even if you don't have no rhythm, even if you black and don't have no rhythm, because not all black folks have rhythm. Come on, that is my testimony, and that is all right. But do something that makes you take off your restrictions and limitations and show up and just have fun. It's summertime. We still going to have bills. We don't get out for summer no more. Like the way you remember when life paused during summer when we were in school and just we had no responsibilities at all. Some of us still got responsibilities even in summer and that's all right because we're going to find a way to be free in spite of it. Okay. All right. I'm going to pray. I love you guys. (laughs) Lenore says, please don't free the girls. Everything can be free but the bosoms. (laughs) We don't want the bosoms free. (laughs) Keep the bosoms on lock. Okay. Listen. Okay. Um, Oh, God, listen, we out here lifing, and yet we are spirit, too. And spirit shows up in life, and things get messy and complicated, and we get wounded in the process. Somebody's listening, and their spirit is down. And by down, I mean buried. Their spirit is chained by the experiences that have hurt them, shaped them, perhaps made them believe that you are not good and life is not good. And yet there have been moments throughout listening to this podcast in which they experienced joy, they experienced laughter, sisterhood, love, connection. They felt seen. God, that's not me. That's not the delegation. That's us being used by you. So allow the love that we feel in this moment, the peace, that smile that cracked our face, allow it to become a seed, Father. And may we spend time this week cherishing that seed, watering that seed, allowing that seed to take root and produce fruit. That seed is our hope. That seed is our promise. Not a promise for things, but a promise that you're with us. And if you're with us, God, then who can stand against us? If you're with us, there is nothing, no shame, no situation, no heartbreak, no failure that can stand against us. So we decree and declare that our obstacles are under our feet. They are elevating us higher. And as they elevate us higher, we are closer and closer to your presence. We receive your joy. We receive your peace. And we receive your love. In Jesus' name, amen. I love you guys. I'll see you next week.